this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, October 10th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Amazon sends out a toy catalog because watching Ellie flip through it the past couple days and mark things that she wants is reminiscent of me with the Sears catalog and the service merchandise catalog. Yes. When I was, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. I was showing her how to like flip down pages because, you know, it's her birthday and then it's Christmas. And um, I really need to show her how to get a marker and circle on the page. Um, but and, but yeah, it was just really cute. It was taking me back to childhood. Um, and also genius on Amazon's part. We've talked we talked about this last year, I think, when when it came out. Um, because there's QR codes. You can literally Oh, just scan it and go. Just scan it and go. Did did you re, do you remember the the catalogs, the Sears and the JCPenney ones are the ones I remember that were I mean, as thick as, as an old school white pages, yellow pages phone book. I remember the service merchandise ones that were like that. Those were actually thinner. I thought. I just remember them was because those were really beautiful and color coded, like tabs. Mm-hmm. I remember that too. Yeah, it was so nice, and like each um, different section of the store had a different color. Yeah, but I just I, it, it's just so it's so. I mean, it's probably going to be by the tenth time she looks through it and she has marked everything, and, and right. she's I want everything. Then it's going to be annoying. But right now, just seeing her turn every single page and have her eyes open even wider with each page going, oh, this is cool. Oh, this is cool. Because also, remember, like kids, we used to get, or at least I did, used to get um, my Christmas list off of watching commercials on TV. Like, right. oh, that's so cool and whatever. And nowadays- During Saturday morning cartoons. And nowadays, like we, Ellie doesn't see commercials for anything, no. really. Um, and certainly, unless we're watching- <laughs> Jeff gets uh, does not like commercials. So anytime I have like a Disney, you know, junior or something on TV that's live, Jeff's like, oh, my gosh, why are there so many commercials? I'm like, because it's live TV. But that's where you would get as a kid ideas for what was cool. And it's not that I don't like commercials. I understand and appreciate commercials commercials are the reason that we're able to make a living. That's true. Right? I have no problem with commercials in that regard. My issue is when you are scrolling through the channels and and you see Finding Nemo, Mm -hmm. right? And we're Mm going to stop on that because it's one of Ellie's favorites right now or Monster Inc. or one of those. And we see those, we see that movie and we start watching it and then there's commercial interruptions when we're paying for Disney Plus or whatever, just click over and watch a commercial free. Yeah. That's mm. my beef with the commercials. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful that you like to cook so much and that you're a really good cook. Oh, thanks. You made chicken and dumplings this weekend. The chicken and dumplings came out oh, so good. So delicious. I could just do the dumplings, to be totally honest. Like southern soup dumplings. I wish that, that mm. I sh- I wish there was more chicken in there. Yeah, me too. It could be it could be more chicken, but there's uh, I mean there's a million recipes online, uh, but you just put chicken. I use chicken thighs, but you can also use chicken breasts, and just put them in a crock pot, and you put some cream of chicken soup in there, and some broth, carrots, and carrots, 
onions, uh, spices, however you like your spices, and then you cover it and cook it for a few hours. Then you put those tube, what are they called? Pillsbury Grands. You know, that pop open mm-hmm. biscuits. You just cut those up into quarters and you just cover the top of the crop mm. uh, of the cooking crop for the last so 90 minutes and then just stir it all together and it's great. Okay, so yesterday you mentioned on the show when we were talking about October Lucians, you mentioned that you have lost 15 pounds recently, which bravo to you. Thanks. Um but you said that you were upset about it? Yes. Why are you upset about that? Because I have done it by making lifestyle changes. And if it continues, which I expect it to continue and want it to continue, I don't want people to assume that it was Aztempic or one of those Hollywood drugs. Oh, you want to, you want people to know that I'm you not did a, it the hard way? It's not hard or easy. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't want it to come across as, as I'm knocking anybody who's using the, those drugs or uh, taking advantage of, of that to jumpstart or to uh, to lead them to weight loss. I just think, I just, I just want to make sure that I get credit. Like I almost want- you want credit for changing habits. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what habits have you changed? Um, I, by the way, am so into those drugs, and I would totally take that after if I wasn't pregnant right now. I'd take it right now. I um, anyway, continue. Yeah, I get I, what I, I don't even really know what it does. Does it just cut your appetite? I think so. Is yeah. it just make it like it doesn't? You because remember a few years ago they they came out with something that you would take, but basically it did something into mm-hmm. your digestive system. Yep. And if you had a potato chip, you would be crapping your pants for three days. Yeah. No. This. Um. Yeah. This. I have a friend. I have many friends actually that are taking it. I know a lot of people that have taken it, and one of my girlfriends compared it to how she used to feel when she took Adderall. Like you're just, she's not as hungry. She actually. Three of my friends that have taken it said they don't have really an appetite for drinking anymore, which, you know, if you're someone that drinks like a glass of wine a day or half a bottle, you know, like come home and do the wine thing, like that can really impact your weight. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know. Well, it doesn't matter to me because I'm not doing that. Okay. Tell us about your lifestyle choices. (laughs) I did. I'm doing. I did a couple of things. One, um, I stopped looking, and I've talked about this literally for years because it's been an October Lucian. I think it was even one of my October Lucians last year was to break your weight loss down into manageable chunks. Mm-hmm. You know, so I instead of saying I need to lose sixty pounds, mm-hmm. you say I need to lose five pounds because mm-hmm. it's easy to lose five pounds. Right, and if you do it once and you're trying to lose sixty, then you only have to do it eleven more times. You do it twice, ten more. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just easier. And, um, so, uh, so I, so I, I, I guess I wasn't very good at taking my own advice because I was just really daunted about all the weight that I wanted to lose. Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I, I just decided that I was going to do a couple of things. One, I read something, somebody said a couple of, a couple of things that I saw online mostly. One, don't drink your calories. Mm-hmm. That's a complete waste of calorie usage mm-hmm. because you don't realize how much right you're consuming. Right. So uh, when I I have super healthied up my morning coffee drink, 
Um, I still put half and half in it, mm-hmm. some, some cream, but there's virtually no syrup mm-hmm. the, there, and there's no sugar in it anymore. Uh, no more sodas and no more alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just not drinking calories. Yeah. Right. Um, luckily, Liquid IV came out with a sugar-free version, so that right. help, that helps too. Um, so that's one. Uh, number two, I'm weighing myself every single day. Wow. Because I'm progress and data motivated. You are. So if and and there are days that it has gone up, and I feel I don't I don't feel defeated, but I'm like, oh, that's a bummer. But it actually. And my head says, well, you just got to double down the next two days, you yeah. know? So so that's helped. And um, that was one, that was two. What was number three? Uh, number three is I'm not participating in any absolutes. I am not. I made chicken and dumplings the other night and had two servings of it the night that I made it. Mm-hmm. And then I the next night... I had leftovers of something else. I had leftovers of the manicotti that I made mm-hmm. and was craving some chicken and dumplings, so I had a tiny little bowl of that, Yeah, right? I think, you, I think it's so easy to get caught up in the keto, hard 75, what's that cleanse one that people do? The 30 days, no sugar. Ooh, I don't know. What's it called? 30, it's a reset thing. Where where there's all these absolutes, there's no absolutes. We're still making homemade pizza, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just trying to be mindful, more mindful of the big picture. So if it's if we made homemade pizza last night and I ate four slices of it because it came out so good, then the next day breakfast is just going to be, you know, two scrambled eggs, mm-hmm. right? No bacon, no toast, no whatever. I'm just yeah. trying to be more mindful. And, uh, yeah, so there, those are all the tiny little changes, and they're working. I'm and surprised that you're not going – you're not getting back in your walk routine. I will. Because this is, like, your time of year. I will. It's just been, it's just been busy and hectic, and, and that's where I feel – that's where I feel a little defeated by it mm-hmm. because I haven't been doing the walks and stuff. Yeah. But – I guess just my mindset is, I think my, traditionally I am a perfectionist Mm -hmm. and I am an all or nothing, let's get in there and do it. So, okay, on Monday, I'm going to eat healthy, no more carbs after 2 p.m. And I'm going to walk 30 miles every day. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I'm going to make these little changes, make these little adjustments. And then uh, guess what? Maybe next week. You know what actually I'm thinking? We're going to Disney in two weeks. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a ton of walking there. Right. So if I don't get to do any walking or jogging between now and then, mm-hmm. that's a perfect time to kickstart it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Kelly Stumpy was on, who's the car mom, who um, is one of our hosts on the Carpool Podcast. Uh, she was saying how she was walking around her neighborhood and she's like, I feel like, can we just PG the Halloween decorations? I know. Because I'm walking down the street with my kid and they're just a little, there's some that are a little overboard. And 
I have to say, I we have driven by, and I love, we have a pretty good Halloween neighborhood, right? And there's a neighborhood next to ours that we're kind of associated with. We were driving around because Ellie likes to look at the decorations, and she doesn't have a scale for fear yet. Or if something's really bloody, she doesn't see it and think, oh, blood, scary, that person's hurting. Like, she's not there yet, so it doesn't scare she, her. She almost thinks the, you know severed arm thing is a is maybe even kind of funny yeah like she oh look there's a hand with no body ha ha yeah she doesn't like connect all the dots um i gotta say though there is a house or or does that make her is she is she a psychopath is she homicidal (laughs) is she is this a warning sign no she just has no point of reference which is fine um because life should be cheery and amazing when you're three but the decorations that one of our neighbors has actually scare me. <laughs> and I feel like, you know, I don't need to see people hanging. I don't need to see people with blood in their teeth. I don't need – I that to me is haunted house level. And right. you can have that inside your that, house if you want. That's your bottom of the driveway backyard decorations. But that scares me. The street side stuff needs to be the thing. I know exactly what house you're talking about, and the thing—it's gross. I mean, there it's flat out gross. It's not like, you know. Well, it's scary. It's scary and it's gross. It's really gory. It's gory. It scares me. That I don't. I don't have a problem necessarily with the gore. The thing that bums me out about that house is it's right next door to the house that Ellie loves that has the big 20-foot skeleton. She loves it, yeah. And then there's, I think there's a witch that whose eyes blink, like a big witch. And there's a couple of, uh, you know, other animatronic things. Um, but there are things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the house right next door, I believe there's a pig's head on a stick. Not a real pig's head. But right. That's what. It's so it's so much and I am not saying that just because we have a little kid now like I thought that Kelly made a great point but I'm saying it, I've never been a fan of the blood guts and gore I don't like horror movies like I when I was a kid I didn't like it when I was a teenager I didn't like it as an adult I'm still I still think it's scary and I just I wish that people would like yeah I love that you love Halloween but maybe that's like something you go to a haunted house for the good news is because i'm not opting into it the good the good news for you is we come back from disney just a few days before halloween and you're just now reaching the point of pregnancy where walking is becoming a nuisance so so trick-or-treating this year might be five houses it might be. And then or I'll ride in Ellie's wagon and you two can push me. Should we get a golf cart? Yeah. Should we borrow somebody's golf cart just so you can ride and Ellie can just run alongside as she goes house to house? Oh my gosh. Speak while we're while we're on the subject of Halloween, there uh, you mentioned this, I think, in one of the three random things, but I did. Uh I've seen it. I look at the at the Syracuse newspapers. Every day you do. Uh-huh. And that's my hometown where I'm from. And they've really been milking this. Syracuse is one of the top five most haunted cities. Now, I thought you would be excited about this because, oh, Syracuse, like, yeah, look at them getting on the map. Like, they have, I don't know what you have there. I'm fine with it. Like, I'm excited for them. I don't know that it's Syracuse proper. 
that would be haunted. Mm-hmm. You know, because Syracuse is downtown and the university. Mm-hmm. But I do think once you get to the burbs yeah. outside of Syracuse, there's a lot of really little towns and super old cemeteries and... Old houses. Old, really old houses, farmhouses, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, th- I, I do think that there is... I do think that it's possible that Syracuse is a haunted city, if you believe in that sort of thing. However, there was one of the articles that was published was about a um, haunted hotel Mm -hmm. in a city about 45 minutes south of Syracuse that was ranked the most haunted hotel in the country. Okay. One of their claims to fame is that... If you're up late at night, roaming through the halls, you might see a Civil War soldier. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) As somebody who has lived in the South, right? Yeah. Kind of close to that line, that Dixie Mason. Mason Dixon line. Right. Yeah. And and has battlefields. Mm-hmm. Practically walking distance. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I took. Oh, a, we have, there's a street sign like probably two miles from us on the way to uh, my parents that talks about oh, yeah. some sort oh, of. Oh, yeah, like, there's historical markers, markers. Yeah. in our neighborhood saying, oh, Sherman's March, blah, right. stop yeah, here yeah. and Union and this and all that. Right. Um, Stone Mountain. Right. Like, think you can't. That I I understand that there were Union soldiers from all over the North, mm-hmm. but the battles weren't fought there, <laughs> right? So what, upstate New York is really a plethora of where you might see a Civil War soldier, typically. I mean, if it was a revol, maybe they screwed up. Maybe it was a revolutionary, but even then, that's a stretch, you know, because it's not close to Boston or anything. Yeah. Wonder how many people are actually questioning that though. I I guess I just it I just I mean and I could be I'm not by any means I'm not a historian. But what I do know is that I have seen right down and being here in the south now um advertisements for the reenactments mm-hmm. and debates about Confederate flags mm-hmm. and Historical markers. Can I tell you what I've never seen in Syracuse? What? I don't know. A Confederate soldier. (laughs) Or a Union soldier, for that matter. You know what they should have made up? Here's the story that Haunted Syracuse needs to tell. Totally. If we're making up what the ghosts are from, right? There's a family on a farm. They lived in an old farmhouse. They somehow got a crop of poisoned apples in their backyard and they all ate it and the whole house, everybody in the whole house died except for one person and they never heard from that person again. There's your Syracuse ghost story. You know what it is? It would be, it it would be as if, it it would be if somebody in, you know, Marietta, Georgia said, oh yeah, it's one of the most haunted cities. Really? Why? And they're like, witches. You're like, wait, no, I thought the witches were in Salem, Massachusetts. Well, there's one. 
and her name is Heather, and she was a Delta flight attendant. <laughs> but she's from Salem, but her base was Atlanta. She had an apartment <laughs> in the 1700s in Marietta, when, back when Delta was just a wagon, wasn't even an airline, and she died tragically, and now she haunts. I wonder if anybody has these from their hometown, like the worst ghost stories ever because they make no sense. Like, like what do you call it? Not illegitimate ghost stories, but like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. But like that not that that just don't fit the narrative. Right. Yeah, I understand. I have 46,000 pictures. <laughs> in my phone. And before Ellie was born, I got my phone down to 10,000 and I was so proud of myself. And then guess what? My kid comes along. I love her so much. and I want to save every single breath that she takes. I sound psycho, but you know, I know a lot of you are with me. We want to save these memories for our kids, right? Well, Keepsake is the easiest way for parents to capture and preserve memories about their little ones. Keepsake sends you daily text prompts with questions so you never miss a memory in the making. And I have been using this for baby dollar two because the pregnancy journal that I so diligently kept for Ellie went out the window because I'm just really busy, but I always have time to text message. So they send me a prompt every day and I get to pick the time that they remind me. And then it's one or two sentences that they'll eventually turn into a book for you. So you can keep it. Your family members can have it. Your kids can have it. And it is so cool. Plus your first week is completely free. Keepsake has become a part of my daily routine. It's second nature at this point. I've been using it for about three weeks now. And documenting moments creates a sense of relief and security that your memories are preserved and safe. Keepsake texts you questions. You text them the memories you want to hold on to tightly. Get 20% off your annual subscription with the code UPSIDE at keepsake.com slash UPSIDE. That's Q-E-E-P-S-A-K-E dot com slash UPSIDE. Next, Eva was co-founded by two guys. They were former Johnson & Johnson executives. They have expertise in developing high-quality products, and this is why that's important. I have a fear, a paranoia, an anxiety. I overthink vitamins and minerals and things like CBD. For some reason, if it's not an official prescription, if it's something over-the-counter and it's not some brand-name something that I've heard of my entire life, I worry that I'm not getting exactly what is promised on the label. And you know what? A recent lab study found that most of the top CBD brands contain as little as 60% of what their labels claim. Not with Next Evo. Next Evo tests their products multiple times to ensure that you get 100% of what's on the label. They do their research, and that's been demonstrated by four clinical trials. No other CBD brand come clo comes close. So whether you're already a CBD user and you know what the benefits of taking CBD are on your stress, on feeling anxious, on having trouble sleeping, or if you are new to CBD and you just haven't found a brand that you want to start with, Next Evo Naturals, that's your answer. 
You can leave your summer stress behind and upgrade your CBD by going to nextevo.com slash upside. You'll get 25% off your order and a free bottle of premium pure CBD. That's a $50 value. You get that for free. N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com slash upside. Nextevo.com slash upside. Upside. We are a Hatch family. You know this. And it all started with Ellie. And now it has moved on to us because we got our paws onto a Hatch Restore 2. And oh my gosh, we love it. Now, you know, one of my favorite things is going to be how it looks because it is beautiful. It looks like a piece of our bedroom decor, which I love. Now, I am someone that hits the snooze button like 10 times. It drives Jeff crazy. And I know it's probably not the best for waking up and start my day. But here's how the Hatch Restore 2 has it figured out. It coaches you through meditations and mindfulness exercises that transform your time before bed. So you're not on your phone, which I know we're all probably guilty of. Um, And it gets you into a really relaxed, wonderful state of sleep. Then you're going to have white, pink, or brown noise. And there's other sounds too that are inspired by nature. And then you're not going to be jarred awake by an alarm. You're going to do a gentle wake up, which is also something we've been doing with Ellie, um, with a sunrise alarm clock that supports your natural circadian rhythm. So if you are like me, me, the worst thing ever is hearing your alarm go off and you're in such deep sleep and that sends you off on a terrible day because you're tired all day because you woke up right in that REM sleep. Okay, well, not with the Hatch Restore 2. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash upside to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. We'd just like to acknowledge that today is World Mental Health Day. And if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that Callie and I are both big fans of being uh, outspoken and vocal and unashamed about any mental health help that a person might need. Um, if We both had lots of it. Yeah, lots of therapy. And uh, if you are, if you're new to the show, just know that that's something that we talk about unapologetically. And, um, you know, I think our hope is that Ellie grows up in a world, right? Like if you if you have bad vision and you're wearing glasses, nobody says, oh, what's that person wearing glasses for? And judge, mm-hmm. right? You're just a person with glasses. If you fall down and bust your arm and you're in a cast for a month, nobody says, oh, why, is it, why, why does that guy need a cast? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you're... Uh, Whatever, if you just had surgery and, you, and you're taking pain pills, nobody's like, oh, oh, you need pills to get through that? Wuss. Right. <laughs> that never happens. But with mental health, it's this weird thing. So our hope and um, the reason we acknowledge things like World Mental Health Day and talk about it is because wouldn't it be great if Ellie grew up in a world where seeking help for mental health was no different than putting on a Band-Aid on a cut. And by the can we, can we, okay, go ahead. You're no, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say something that's unrelated. To oh, okay. Health. I was going to say something related, which is I got a really cool message the other day from someone that, because um, I, I don't know if I've, I definitely have not mentioned it this pregnancy, but uh, even with Ellie, I took anxiety meds, which some people are like, get all stressed about. Um, but I have a team of doctors. They, that, they get anxious. They about, get anxious. About you taking anxiety meds. They need meds. some of my Zoloft. Yeah. Um, but I, 
have a team of doctors that I've worked with, like one for the first baby, one for this baby. And across the board, every single doctor that I've worked with has said to me, your mental health is far outweighs any minor side effect of the drug or anything any way that it might impact the baby like and they've these are people that have done extensive research on it and they've said it is vital to this child and to Ellie that you take care of your mental health and have helped me find medication that you can take safely while while pregnant and i got a cool message from someone this week saying hey i just wanted to tell you I honestly didn't even know that that was an option. I just thought that I had to go off depression meds and anxiety meds when I was pregnant. And you sharing (laughs) made me go look into it more and ask um, my doctor about it. And I'm on it and I'm really healthy now. And I think that's really cool. And that's why we should be talking about it. You do not have to suffer through hard things and through, um, through difficult points in your life by yourself. Um, now, what I was going to say is, and this has nothing to do with mental health, but just health, um, we are thinking and sending all the good thoughts to T-Bird. Oh, my gosh. Who, just a few minutes before we hit record on this, uh, told us and sent us a picture of her in an ambulance going to the hospital to be admitted because she woke up yesterday morning with a sore knee. Hours later, couldn't even put weight on it, and enough people, and she was sharing it, I think, in the Upside Facebook group mm-hmm. and, and on her Facebook page, and enough people said that is progressing way too fast. She had a, doc- a doctor's appointment, you know, in the next day or two. Uh, they said Everybody in the Facebook group was like, go to urgent care. You got to go to urgent care. Everybody sent her messages on Facebook, and, and so she did, and she got either a bug bite or a scratch that got infected, the infection was actually spreading up her leg. Um, she had to take an ambulance to the emergency room. And they're going to keep her because her white blood cell counts are off. I don't know if they're elevated or low, but they're somewhere they shouldn't be. So she's going to be in the hospital for a day or two, all because she got a scratch or a cut. That's so freaking scary. That is so scary. But a good reminder to when something feels off, go get it checked out. Yeah. So we are thinking all the good thoughts and good energy for you, T-Bird, and we hope that you are home and back on your roller skates soon. Here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is from Career Builder about the most annoying things that coworkers can do. Cook Would you or like heat, to- heat up fish in the microwave. Smelly lunches is one. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I was just joking. Um, getting on an elevator before people get off. That oh, is just that's so rude. Anywhere. That's not just a coworker thing. That's a and I feel I I really do because I feel so passionately about people who do that because it bothers me. Yeah. That sometimes I do it accidentally. And then you're like, ah, I'm not. And guy. then I yeah, I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, and then coworkers clipping their nails at their desk. No, um, that, how does that ew, happen? How does that happen? Impossible. Um, and having your food stolen from the break room fridge. That has actually never happened to me. Um, I know I used to work with somebody when I was, um, at Q and hundred in Atlanta and the guy was the research director for us us and for 99X. He would do all of the, um, he would organize the testing on new music and researching how the radio station was performing or whatever. Uh, so he was a quirky old data driven dude. 
quir- emphasis yeah. on quirky. Uh, his lunch was in the fridge in a handmade wooden box with a very large padlock on it. Oh my god! So he would come in, <laughs> open, put his food in there, and put the padlock. It's giving on Ross from Friends vibes. Uh, um, I will say, by the way, we have a great HR podcast coming out in about a week. Is mm-hmm. it next week? Yep. Um, from HR professionals that give really great advice and kind of create a community around HR professionals, but also the stories that they tell. They are mouth dropping insane stories all right here's your second random thing try to smile today because it makes the people you meet happier 75 percent of people agree that a simple smile from someone even a stranger brightens their day yeah hi ellie can i have a smile that's a good smile um 26 of people value a smile more than even getting praise at work Uh, And your third random thing for today, mine was actually so similar (laughs) Uh, to your last one that I'm changing mine. That's what I was looking for. Um, And your third random thing for today is that Americans take football so seriously that half of us have actually ended a friendship because a friend liked an opposing team. I can understand that, especially in the South. I know people who are so... I have people that I... I, Whoa! Especially in the South, I have friends who I'm shocked are actually still married. Yeah, because they've gotten in such blowout fights yes. over a loss over opposing teams. Yep. Yeah, they don't talk for days. Um, 52% have called it quits with a friend because they support their favorite team's rival. And apparently we also get emotional about whether our favorite team wins or loses. On average, it takes people about three days to get over a loss. And those are your three random things. You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.